Hey friend, you are listening to the Pro Organizers Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Brown. I'm a professional home organizer, decluttering specialist, and business coach. I created POC to empower you to reach new heights in your business. Through insightful interviews, expert guidance, and actionable strategies, we will equip you with the tools that you need to excel. This podcast is not just about tidying up spaces. It's about building a supportive sisterhood of passionate professional organizers. Whether you're a seasoned pro or you're just starting out, this podcast is for you. So let's do this. Welcome back to the Pro Organizers Coach podcast and YouTube channel. And today I have Callie Irwin, and we are going to talk about three mindset shifts that you need to succeed as a professional organizer. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yes, thank you for having me, Samantha. So first, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, how long you've been doing this, you know, that kind of thing, where you're from, what your business name is, and then we'll hop into the mindset shifts. So I've been a guidance counselor for 11 years. I've always worked in schools, worked in schools the last 15 years. And I have helped people, um, family and friends, just with like little organizing gigs over the years. I knew I wanted to have a career change, but I didn't know what. And I was praying on it. I was asking everyone I knew. I was doing all these personality tests. And it's funny because I work with, you know, forever. I've worked with kids on trying to hone their career ideas. And something just hit me out of the blue, like, oh my gosh, it would be so incredible to be able to make money because I'd never charged any of my friends or family to organize their spaces. And it hit me and I just like ran with it. And so that was October 2022 is when I started just picking up odds and ends. I needed to tell my school whether I was going to be coming back the next year in schools, you know, even though they start in August, they start hiring in like January for that August. So I had to make the the leap. I just sit down with my husband and say, listen, I want to do this. I got to, I need a change bad. It'll be better for our family, whatever. So I told, I put in my resignation in January and they hired a guidance counselor right away, even though we, we don't have a lot to choose from around here because we're in somewhat of a rural area. So anyway, it's just all worked out. So October, Mm -hmm. 2022, I've started part-time two weeks ago. I went full-time. So I've been full-time two, three weeks, essentially. That's amazing because it gave you that time to start building up the momentum, letting people know what you're doing, building up your clientele slowly until you were like ready to take that leap. And I will say that anytime that I am getting like low on clients or I'm doing whatever, I'm like, all right, God, like, you know, my calendar's not booked up. Like I need to send me some more people that need help. Yes, yes. And I, I think the reason that has always helped me so much and like actually worked for me is because my heart really is to help people. Yep. And so God's like, okay, you're actually going to help them. Let me send you the people that are meant for you to help. And so they kind of come in like slow waves, which is amazing because yep. I don't ever want to be super overwhelmed. Um, but you really only need a couple clients at any given time to yep. be working all week long exactly. and to have this full time. And exactly. so because you are kind of newer to this, but you're also working, it's succeeding, like it's happening. And now you're full time. But in these past, you know, eight, nine months, you've had to get some mindset shifts that, you know, you realized. And so what we thought we'd talk about today out of the three mindset shifts that, you know, hopefully will help you all listening is we're going to talk about what her old mindset was, what she realized her new mindset needed to be, and then kind of how she got there or why it was so important for each one of the three. So 
the first one we wanted to talk about because we all deal with this is perfectionism. Tell me real quick, what was your old mindset on like when you first got started? What did that mean to you of what you thought you needed to be as a professional organizer? So the rainbow order is huge, you know, thinking that because I'm going to help people organize their homes, my house has to be perfect and everything I do for them has to be perfect. And that's my role in their life. And um, it was just super silly. But I had a friend who called me out maybe five-ish years ago. She said she used the word perfectionist to describe me. And I was like, oh, like, <laughs> so offended. Like, girlfriend, what do you mean? She's like, no, you really are. And I was like, and I've accepted it ever since then. And so, you know, what I've learned the hard way with, with this is it's not about doing things perfect as far as like I'm the expert. It's more listening to people. So really the only thing I think we truly need to do with this professional organizing gig is listening to people as perfectly as you can. You know, a lot of times I'll say, okay, you just told me this, but can you remind me what this is called? Like today I was working with a a client in his shed. I don't know Mm -hmm. half of these, these tools or these screws or nails, whatever. So that's where I do try to be as perfect as possible is active listening because my brain can be all over the place. So I've given myself some grace with that. Like, and you know, I don't think clients are always attracted to, well, in my case, at least a lot of clients I've worked for, I don't see them wanting someone who's, you know, super like astute and serious and, you know, stiff, like they know what's best for their space. I don't know what's best for your space. I'm going to listen to you and I'm Mm going to see what we, where we can get. Yeah. Collaboratively. Yeah. Like where, you know, because when I leave or when, you know, we leave as organizers, they have to maintain, they have to be the ones that live with this daily. And if we go in and we're like, oh, it needs to be perfect. And it needs to be the way I think it needs to be compared to, oh, wait, what is it my client wants and making sure that they are happy. That's when they become your number one fans. They tell all their friends. Because all of a sudden, you know, they feel seen and heard in a way that maybe they haven't in a very long time. You yeah. know, like we, we don't realize how many little things that we can do just by listening and then taking that. And I think we also in the perfectionist side of things as organizers, in my opinion, because I had to go through this too, was we almost think we have to have it perfect as in, I can't ask another question. Oh, gosh. Yep. Yep. You know, like, That's oh, I, t- I told them I was going to do this one thing. And so I, I need to figure out how to do it 100% perfect. But I feel bad if I go back and ask a couple more clarifying questions after I've already left or after yeah. I'm home coming up with the plan. Yes, because if I were a true expert, I would have already asked everything. No, right. it's silly. It's silly. It's so silly. And like, yeah, it just doesn't work. It no, it doesn't work. I've been trying yeah. to trust me. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) And so you went from thinking you had to be perfect. Your business had everything had to be perfect when you did sessions with clients to now having more of a learning how to listen versus I have to be the expert and have all of the answers. Yeah. The only thing I still do is I really like labels on things, but I'm finding like most of my clients, they don't like labels. They've never used them. They don't want them. And I'm like, can I please just print you some labels? And I think sometimes people like humor me, but I put it in my package as a part of my session because I actually, I just, I love the finished look of things with labels on it, especially if you don't know what's in, you know, the container. Mm -hmm. So that is where I keep kind of pushing my own perfectionism. I'm like, can I please just put labels on your things, you know, but it's just people who, who like, you could tell they don't care either way. So 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of my thing. It's very rare. I actually get to get the labeler out. It makes yeah. me so excited when I do. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So number two, I think this one is going to help a whole lot of people. So we were kind mm -hmm. of talking about your old mindset that had to do with like imposter syndrome and then, which kind of goes with the perfectionism and stuff. But tell me a little bit about that when you first got started of as that was coming up for you. So my personality, I mean, I like to laugh. I like to goof around. And I had this cookie cutter mindset that serious put together women are the ones who are organizers and that I already kind of know everything, which I know we talked about with the perfectionist stuff. Um, so in our field, we call it imposter syndrome. We feel like, you know, we just get these times in our heads where we're like, maybe I'm not supposed to be an organizer. Oh no, I put so much time and thought and money into this job. What am I going to do? You know, that uh, there's a word for it, like catastrophizing, like it's anxiety. It's really what it is, you mm -hmm. know, and anxiety summed up to me is fear, fear of either the past, fear of the present. And a lot of that, um, me thinking I have to be an exact way to, in order to be a successful organizer, it's silly. And it's just anxiety stuff. It's just fear stuff. That's, it's like the boogeyman. It's not real. Um, <laughs> now, like, you know, maybe there, I feel people out though, you know, there are people who are pretty embarrassed about us, you know, coming to their homes and helping them. I say us, I I'm a one man show. Like every now and then I have another, I have an assistant, but but I do try to feel it out, like just because I kind of thrive more in an environment that's like a little bit more relaxed doesn't mean that everyone else does. So I kind of, you know, I kind of chameleon to people a little bit, like whatever mm -hmm. their vibe is. I take on that vibe. Some people want music. Some people don't. Some people want to talk. And I'm like, all right, guys, keep going. You're paying me, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, like it's okay to be myself. And it's okay that, you know, say there, there's only a few organizers in my area say that. I don't know, a third of them are attracted to more of my type of personality. And then it's okay that whatever ones would be attracted to someone who's a little bit more serious has just different uh, focuses than I have maybe. Yeah. And that's okay. I used to think like, oh, I got to be able to, I got to be able to attract everyone because I need the money and I need to make, you know, I need to make my goals. And now I'm like, no, it's okay. Yeah. Especially as it starts becoming more common. Like I said, I'm one of the only organizers in my area right now. So I have a feeling that over the years, you know, there probably will be more if I had to guess. And so I really need to accept that, like, I don't need to be any cookie cutter. Callie, I'm just good the way that I am kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and honestly, like that right there as that mindset shift may have been the catalyst to what actually started bringing you the people yeah. that you enjoy working with. Yes. Not just who I thought I was supposed to work with, because everyone keeps telling me and they still say, moms, moms, moms. And I actually haven't, I mean, I've worked with moms for sure, but like, um, I've had a lot of older women who are like empty nesters, you know, people who they don't have their kids in the home. And I think a mm -hmm. lot of people keep saying like, you got to appeal to the moms with the little kids. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if the moms, you know, it depends. Like I've yeah. only done, I've only worked for, uh, maybe three coming up and out of a lot of clients that are the moms with the little kids. So I had to shift that because I was thinking, how come these moms don't want me to help them? And then I'm like, because that's just not who I'm supposed to help right now. It's okay. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> knowing that over time, like I think sometimes we think, oh, I've got to, or because we've heard on all these podcasts and all these things, pick a niche or niche, whatever you mm -hmm. want to call it, pick that and then know your ideal avatar and 
and like mm-hmm. know all of these things. And the problem with that is, A, when you're first starting out, how are you supposed to know? You've not worked yeah. with anybody. Yep. And B, the other thing that comes up for me whenever I think of that is like, sometimes we think once I pick this, I can't pivot ever. Like it's going to be who I have to work with forever. No, like work with a few of them. If you love it, great. That is going to become more of who you are anyways. And so naturally you're going to attract those people to you where, because whatever energy we're putting out is the energy we're going to get back. And so as long as we're coming from a pure heart and we're willing to figure it out as we go, like on the sense of who is our quote unquote ideal client and I think a lot of people think I can only have one, like you said, moms. Okay, well, what if I don't, you know, I I like helping moms, but I also love doing garages. Like you, you know, earlier you were talking about how you love garages. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. So it's like, why can't it be both? It doesn't have to be one or the other, in my opinion. And you have permission to pivot as you go. Because we learn as we go. The more clients we work with, the more, you know, just everything that we do, we learn more and more along the way. And so I think giving ourselves permission to not know everything in the beginning and to be willing to be like, hey, that's okay. I'll learn as I go, whatever. Hey, friend, do you ever find yourself stuck, unsure of your next steps? but you know you are ready to turn your passion for organization into a thriving business. Well, then look no further. My eight-week one-on-one coaching program is your roadmap to success. I will personally be by your side week by week, offering you the expertise and support that you need to launch your very own organizing business. The benefits that you can expect from my program One, you will get personalized guidance that fits your unique business goals and challenges. Two, expert insights. You can tap into my industry experience and knowledge for confident decision making. Three, business strategy. You will learn proven marketing, client acquisition, and growth strategies. Four, accountability. You will stay motivated with regular check-ins and progress assessments. And five, weekly homework so you know what the next steps are that you need to take to grow your business. While our membership focuses on group coaching, I am closing its doors until 2024. So this is your chance for exclusive one-on-one sessions, ensuring personalized attention as you launch your business. Are you ready to invest in your future? For just $6.97 or two easy payments of $3.97, you will unlock eight hours of personalized coaching. Imagine stepping out on the other side with your business primed and your first clients in tow. The value speaks for itself. If this isn't an investment that pays off, I don't know what is. Email me at proorganizerscoach at gmail.com or click the link in the show notes. Do not hesitate. Secure your spot now and let's make your business dreams a reality. Which actually brings us into our third one. That, yeah. Um, and so your third mindset, you specifically use the word fixed. So tell me yep. a little bit about that fixed mindset you had. So my old mindset of being fixed was that I know exactly how everything is going to go, you know, and we're planners. Most of us are. I mean, you have mm-hmm. a, um, I think you might be one actually that, um, you had, you had a 
like your own struggles with organization. And that's why mm-hmm. you wanted to go help people. Yeah. Cause um, I learned how to do it for myself. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And it seems like a lot of us, um, have already kind of had that, you know, like maybe that strength and then we help other people, whatever. So anyway, um, the fixed, so the fix is kind of saying, I put like just jotting down some notes. Um, it means that I know exactly what's going to happen at all times and I'm not willing to budge. And the opposite of that for me is being able to grow as I go and turn things into growth opportunities. Because instead of just being sad, like, how come I'm not getting any moms? I've, I've joined all these mom groups. I've reached out to, I literally just did like cold call messages to a ton of moms who I knew. And I wasn't getting anything. I wasn't getting any leads. And I was like, okay, hold up. I'm just going to promote myself, promote my personality um, give some ideas of some things that I can do to help some people. I forced myself how to learn how to use reels. And I kind of, I was about to say, have you thought about doing a reel? Because those have been actually working really good with me, even just because they get a second to see who we are. And I think that helps the connection. Me too. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, no, I did a reel. Um, I did a reel saying that I was leaving my job and I put off for so long because I didn't want the attention. I didn't want to be dramatic. But I just wanted my friends and family to know like, hey, you guys may or may not know I've been dabbling with this, but now I'm going to do it full time. I'm leaving Mm -hmm. education. I was coming off of a high from what was I doing? Maybe I did a short gig and I went to a coffee shop and I had like a little bit of makeup on and a color that I liked (laughs) and and the sun was perfect. Like I was sitting by a window and the sun was shining in and I just put my phone on and I was like, I'm getting this real over with, just over with because I've been putting it off for so long because... I had so much hesitation myself. And mm-hmm. so I just threw everything into it because some people are like, are you going to work? Are you going to do something else part-time and then do this part-time? I'm like, no, by the time I manifest and put my energy into going on an indeed and applying and interviewing and doing two, three days a week somewhere, then that's time I'm taking away from my business. And Absolutely. I think I can make as much, if not more money doing it this way. So mm-hmm. I literally threw my all into it. And I think all that energy, whatever that real ended up getting like 9,000 views and like, I don't know, a crazy amount of shares and all the yeah. support from all these people, um, people who I didn't even know I was like Facebook friends with and, you know, cause I shared it on my personal page, but I guess that's my point is like, I don't know, as soon as I was ready to like truly be myself and just like go for it. Like I was just like, I'm putting myself out there. I don't care. Yeah. If I sound stupid, whatever. The more that we do those actions that we that are scary the first yeah, few times you do scary. this. Yeah. To put yourself out there wholeheartedly yep. and to share with people who you are and what you're doing, like that is very intimidating. Yep. And so your fixed mindset was like, no, don't do this. Keep putting this off. Don't, you know. I did. So- I put it off for months because I think I did it. I want to say I did it in May. And I knew that that other, I knew they had hired that other guidance counselor in February. So I really could have came forward. I wanted to tell my students first, for sure. Um, And talk to all my favorite students, you know, whatever, like let my people closest to me know and then go do the real. But it didn't take me that long. Like I didn't put it off for that long. (laughs) But now reels are so easy to me. I don't care what I sound like. Um, one of the last ones I did, I didn't have any music with it, which I'm so annoyed because I'm like, dang it, you know, like I did the voiceover and I picked out some cool music that I thought went well with this playroom that I did. And then I forgot to add the music and you can't edit them. So it's like do or die. Right. I'm like, yeah. whatever, who cares? It's good enough. <laughs> yeah. Now when you do the voiceovers, do you mind if I ask, do you use yeah. CapCut or do you use something different? 
No, I just, I mean, I just use my phone. I sit on my phone. I try to have earbuds in in case there's stuff going on around me. And I've learned the hard way. I, sometimes I'll do them on Canva every now and then, but I kind of rather just sit on my phone and hurry up and do it. It's kind of, it's almost like the less I think about it, the better off I am. Yeah, I like on Canva how I can like throw my logo in. I'm getting um, professional headshots on Wednesday. So I, I want, I like the idea of like cropping out my body and like throwing it in. And mm-hmm. but then I'll actually have to use the Canva. But um, yeah, yeah, right now I just use my phone. Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, I mean, so, you know, having that fixed mindset to having yes. that growth, but the growth is more of just being open and trusting that what you feel like the next right step is, yep. go for that. Because yep. our own intuition is never going to let us down. We may not see the fruits of that immediately. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But so we immediately assume, oh, that didn't work because yeah. we didn't, we're, we don't see the fruits immediately. You have no clue. And a lot yeah. of times with these people, like you were saying, who a lot of times people who need organizers, sometimes people just have a lot going on and we can't take it personally. You're right. Or someone, a lot of the people who wrote me, in the beginning, like, Hey, I might need your help. And then I would say, like, I throw them some dates or whatever I would try to do. And then they just wouldn't latch on. I'm like, darn it. I I guess they don't want my services, you know? And then Mm -hmm. like you're saying, six months later, I planted the seed. And that's all I'm supposed to be doing is planting the seed that like, women, you don't have to do this on your own. If that playroom that you've walked by for a year has been driving you crazy, and you're a single mom, and you can't, you don't have the time, then just let me help you. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, that's awesome that you bring that up because just last night in the group coaching session inside of the membership. So one of the girls was talking about exactly that. She is just getting started. She was hearing almost crickets like it was very few and far between. And she had she had to shift her mindset from the things I'm putting out on social aren't reaching anyone or like exactly what you just said. She'd get these random like little bites of people that she would give them the information and then she wouldn't hear back. And so she immediately was feeling almost defeated at the moment because she's like, oh, guess it's just gone. They're never going to, you know, but now that it's been a a few months of of us coaching and her being in the groups and and all of us supporting her. And now she's starting to get those nibbles of people coming back around. And she said just the other day, she decided to get the mindset that these clients that are out there, they are my potential clients. If I keep posting on social everyone that are kind of like the silent lurkers, you know, like the ones we don't know are there. (laughs) She has decided that if she continues to do what she's doing, that one day they will either purchase from her or they will refer someone to her. Right. And I was like, what an excellent mindset shift you've had. It hurts nothing. It's hurting nothing. Yeah. Right. Compared to like, how, how much better does that feel as you go to do a reel or a post or a whatever compared to, Okay, well, I hope this works, but if it doesn't, if it's probably yes. not going to reach anybody anyways. Like, if yep. you come to it with that kind of energy, it probably won't reach anyone, right? honestly. Yeah. And yeah. And she's like, well, it's free for me to change my mindset to that. Why wouldn't I? And I'm like, yes. exactly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I feel it's so freeing. It's so freeing. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when we're growing a business, it's almost like being in a marriage, honestly. Like you come to marriage thinking that like, you're great. You've got all the answers to not everything. We're not all prideful, but we're stuck in our ways. We have our own ways of doing things. And then you get married and all of a sudden your spouse lovingly, quote unquote, is pointing out all these awesome things that you could work on. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Excuse (laughs) you. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> but over time, the more open we are to like, okay, honey, I hear you. I'm going to try to be aware of that. Just awareness. Yep. That's all it takes yep. to begin. And so it's it's the same way in our business. The, as we start to work our business, it it's kind of a mirror to us sometimes of like how we act, what we're thinking, what we yep. believe. And so I think just being open to being aware of those things, of how am I looking at it? What are the thoughts running through my head? And if it's not a good thought, what could I shift that to? Yep, we have to. We have to. Because I, I don't know, the manifesting, you know, I was... So I got super busy in April and May and May is a really busy month in schools. So like, you know, you have graduation and then I have my oh, daughter's yeah. birthday mid-May and for guidance counselors, just super, super busy time of year. And I was trying to meet with the new guidance counselor to transfer some information over to her. And she's awesome. At the same time though, like she still has never worked in a school. So it was, a, it was my normal, super, super busy May. And of course, both my kids were born in the months that are like the busiest in guidance yeah. counseling. So I don't have to worry <laughs> about it now. Thank God. But anyway, uh, what I did was I had too much going on. I took on too much because I didn't know how to say, here is my earliest availability. What I had was this like scarcity mindset where I was thinking that if I don't get them booked right away, they're going to go to someone else or they're going to change their mind or their husband's going to talk them out of it. Because, you know, they can be like our own our, like worst enemies sometimes. <laughs> we can just do it ourselves, honey. And then like no one does it. Anyway, I just hear that so often. And my husband too, actually, when I told him I wanted to um, hire my girlfriend to come help us, he's like, oh, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. And she comes over and like changed our lives, you know? Yeah. Um, so anyway, it was so cool. But yeah, like, oh, so my point is I was so busy April, May. And what I should have done, but I had to learn this the hard way. What I should have done was just book myself out a little bit. So I wasn't maxing myself out at work, home, work, kids, you know, whatever. And instead, I just was overbooking myself. And I was so maxed out that I was like, I don't want any more business. None. I don't even care if it's July. I want none. And I like shut down. I stopped posting on social media. I stopped talking about it. And I was like, I can't take this anymore. I'm so overwhelmed right now. I just like need a minute. And then I realized, oh, shoot, I'm done June 7th. And I don't have much going on in June, but it's because I haven't wanted anything. I've literally, I literally just kind of like shut down with the, with the organizing stuff. Mm -hmm. And so then I got a little bit of freaks. My husband's like, yeah, you only have seven hours. You know, maybe it was like last week. He's like, you only had seven hours this week. And I was like, I know, Rob, <laughs> you know, I got super <laughs> emotional, but I was like, you don't have to point that out to me, but um, he's just practical, you know, he's yeah. Like, yeah, you have the seven and you wanted however many, whatever. So um, I'm like, why did that happen? I'm like, that happened because I didn't want clients. I literally yes. didn't want any more clients because I didn't think I could keep up with the ones I had. Yeah. So anyway, I just, a um, couple weeks ago, I just like went at it. I started reaching out to all these people who had, you know, contacted me at one point who I hadn't heard from. And most of them weren't interested or just didn't contact me back, which is fine. But I did get some leads and I, you know, um, I got pretty booked up these next couple of weeks. So that's cool. Yeah. Congrats. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You. And listen, the momentum starts to pick up. Like it really does. You just, it's exactly what you just said. Your mindset's got to be in the right place. Yes. And you've, you've got to just keep working your business. Like people think almost, or not everyone, but like, I know I thought in the beginning, like, oh, it's an organizing business. So like once I hit launch, like there's going to be a line out the door everyone's going to want my services, I, you know, 
I, I didn't even, I almost, I guess, thought it was kind of like a cleaning business. Like I didn't really plan out for the fact that like, once you finish with one client, they're done. You've got yeah, to find I'll more. Find, yeah. Go sell yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I've gotten to where, I don't know how many times, like in the grocery store or wherever I am, I literally like just the other day, I got a client at Home Depot because her and her husband were trying to get this big, like shut thing off a box off a shelf and they were kind of older. So, of course, I run up to them and I'll grab the box and um, just a little small talk for like two or three minutes. And they were talking about how they were moving or that they had just moved to the area and, and needed help unpacking. So I immediately out of my purse grabbed a business card. I was like, hey, just so you know, I can help you with that. Yes. Um, you know, welcome to Knoxville. And, and literally, I just walked away. Well, next thing I know, it was maybe, I don't know, five days later, I get a call. She's like, do you remember me? I'm that lady at Home oh. Depot, you know, and she hired me and she's been a fantastic client. We've I've gotten like four or five sessions out of that. Yes. Just that, that right. like two or three minute conversation. Yep. But, but it's because I'm in a place where I'm confident about who I am. I'm mm -hmm. confident about the fact that I can help them. And I think sometimes that's where we get a little disconnected where we're like, we're either focusing on a, the money first instead of mm -hmm. helping the client, mm -hmm. which becomes a barrier. Because they can feel our energy. And then on top of that, I think sometimes we almost like self-sabotage where we're like, ooh, what if this does start to work? Am I even going to be able to do what I said I'm going to do? Yeah. And, you know, so our mindset is, and that's the whole point of this episode is just our mindset is so, so, so important. That's huge. It really is. And, you know, if you are starting your organizing business, which you probably are if you're watching this, or even if you've been at it for a while. And you are dealing with mindset stuff, like come join us in the community. Come join us in the free Facebook group. All the descriptions will be in the show notes below. Reach out to me. Go to ProOrganizersCoach.com because there you can contact me. We've got some resources for you. But the point is, is that I'm here to help. And so are the other ladies in the group. And I thrive in this stuff. Like I love helping other women succeed. Like it gives me so much joy to watch you know, the ladies that I work with um, go from either fixed mindsets to opened mindsets or to go from zero clients to at least they're starting to get some momentum or whatever those things are. I truly, truly, truly enjoy helping any of you that, you know, you're more than welcome. Please reach out. Yeah. So like, tell us a little bit, what is your, so you're not going back to school at all for the fall. Mm -hmm. Like you jumped and dived right in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm Good. so ready. So um, when I was having that lull, which one of my girlfriends was like, Callie, you just stopped working full time. It is okay. And, you know, yes. I told my husband that too, that I earned a lot from that October to June that that's my buffer money. You know, that's my time where I'm going to give myself some grace. I'm going to keep building on this business because when you're working full time, two year old and four year old, I only am we own a restaurant, my family owns a restaurant, but there was only so much time to do to work on this business without absolutely maxing myself out. So I did, I did give myself some grace, but um, yep, I'm going right at it. But one of the coolest examples of that mindset, that manifesting stuff is when I was going through the lull, I was like, what else can I do? Because I, I was kind of limited on how much, I, how much time and effort I could put into this business. What can I do? And I realized, oh my gosh, I have wanted to look into packing and unpacking for people, but I know I need to look into insurance and it's something that came to my head, but I put it to the side for later. And I was like, okay, well, now I have the time. So it's funny this week, I scheduled a coaching call, I scheduled my headshot, I scheduled um, something else. 
oh, this podcast with you, like <laughs> three things because I was going through a slow week. And then all of a sudden I got hit really hard. I met with a client today who wants me another day. One of my old clients came back into town and I'm like, oh my gosh, now I'm a little, like maybe I took on too much, but who cares? And we have family <laughs> in town. Oh, okay. So I was thinking about packing and unpacking for people, like trying to promote that, getting some visuals going, whatever. And I swear the next day, someone reached out to me and said, I'm getting ready to move. Do you ever help people pack and unpack? Yada, yada. I'm like, what? I've never had anyone ask me that. The day after I had been thinking like, all right, I'm going to go at this. I'm going to watch YouTube videos. I'm going to learn like the tips and tricks and put paper plates between things. And I I have already watched a couple of YouTube videos on it, but um, I'm going to go all out. I'm going to go all out and promote that because I have helped tons of people back for free and I have moved myself, you know, many times and mm-hmm. just to have that extra set of hands would be awesome. So, um, yeah. I have a feeling if I get, so, get the word out there, make a couple reels, make some flyers, you know, recently I've been really pushing the garage thing and I have gotten some leads on the garage thing. I'm loving it. But, um, I, I just think that's, that's what ends up happening. It sounds kind of like magic or it sounds kind of like, you know, um, like you can't put numbers on it, but it's real. It is real yes. that, you know, whatever you throw out there, you're going to end up getting back eventually. It's, it's not always right away. Like what you were saying. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think remembering that of like, okay, mentally, I'm going to be open to this. It's more of when we are finally open, but then yep. we also have that like action behind it. Like, yep. you know, we're, we're open to it. We are ready to receive. Yep. It's like, God is like, all right, now let me help you or let me show you or let me bring those people your way. Again, if you start working with people that, you know, to pack and unpack and you're like, okay, I hate this. Like, this is not my cup of tea. Fine. Then from then you just pivot. It's like I started doing I was doing real estate cleanings there for a little bit because I'm like, oh, that would be a good like compliment. And, And I was kind of not getting as many organizing clients. And I'm like, that kind of falls under an organizer, you know, and it was really great money. The problem is, is when they pull all of the furniture out of a home and you're the one cleaning it top to bottom, every nook and cranny in between owners, Uh it is not an easy job. It is like you can't move the next day or it takes multiple days of all day long cleaning. And I'm like, okay, I'm too old for this at this point. (laughs) I'm too old for this. Yeah. yeah. And so I got a couple of them. um, But then I was like, never mind. Took it off the website. I was like, this is just not for me. But the fact that I tried it, I'm like, okay, I tried. That's all I can do. I don't enjoy it. And I know that the the sessions I do enjoy and the ones where I'm actually, you know, helping people, not just physically, but emotionally, those are the ones that like I walk away and I'm like, I feel happy. I yeah. have more energy. I am so thankful to be able to do this for other people that cannot do it for themselves. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love the pivoting. Like just, okay, pivot. it wasn't for nothing because it did teach you, okay, actually, I want to throw more passion into this rather than this. So like, I don't think anything's for nothing kind of thing. And I look at it as like, I'm going to keep doing the footwork. I'll keep my feet moving, 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 even when it comes to like me being negative about certain things or not optimistic, whatever. And then just hope that my head catches up. You know, I also took on doing my website this week too, revamping it because I have a website. It's fine, but it's just not, I don't know. It's not as whatever. It's not very professional. So I have a, um, I have a friend who does that for a living. I'm like, can you just go like reformat this, you know? And so that's another thing I took on because I thought I was going through a slow period. (laughs) 
but it turns out I'm not. That's just, which is fine. We'll just, yeah, we'll be all right. Yeah. And knowing that you will be like not letting it overwhelm you, being like, all yeah. right, just like we teach our clients, let's take this one step at a time. Yes. It's all good. We'll get through that day and whatever's happening that day. And then we'll worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I told a client today in this huge shed. I mean, I don't even know how big it is, but I told him, I was like, don't look around here. Let's just look right here today. Like, because we had tables, we, we literally had six, seven tables sprawled out with stuff all over them. And I was like, don't look around. Don't, just don't do it. Like, just look right here because it's going to be overwhelming. Yeah. Well, and I tell people all the time too, like there's two analogies I use and then we'll kind of wrap up. But yeah. one is that organizing and decluttering, um, specifically when it's like a whole home kind of thing, but any session really is that it's like those puzzles where you miss a little piece back in the day and then you have to keep moving them until you actually make the puzzle look like a puzzle. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, that they don't come up. Right. Yeah. They're in the little yep. wooden thing and they sw yeah. they go around. And every client has that has helped them like mentally understand yep. like this is what we have to do. We have to keep on moving stuff until it, you know, putting the things where they go and then coming back to the space we're at and just those types of things. And then the yep. other phrase that I always say that seems to help clients is it's going to get worse before it gets better. Oh, yeah. Oh, but it yeah. will get better if we keep going. But I need you to know at some moment, you're going to look around and think, what have we just done? Because we've had to pull it all out. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. But we that just got to keep going and we will get there. I promise you. I'd say like, because I try to tell people, all right, we need to plan at least half the time for the declutter, pulling everything away from the walls, whatever. And But then the other half has to be putting things back. Yeah. You know, so at that halfway point, I'm like, okay, we got to get going. We got to like, you know, pick up our pace and really focus on getting things back. So you're right. But that halfway point, you look around, and you're like, whoa, this doesn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then you're like, oh, forget, put the, the yeah. blinders on, just go to the next thing. Keep on moving because exactly. we ain't got time to stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Well, Tell everyone you. the name of like your business and where they can find you on socials and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's just right organizing and I'm out of Alton, Illinois. And um, I'm really just on Facebook because Instagram isn't big in my area at all. I might look into it later. But so you just look up just right organizing um, on Facebook, my website, it's like the whole long name. And of course, I don't have it written down right now. But if you look up, look up just right organizing Alton, Illinois, you can find it. So yeah. Well, and um, just send me the links and we'll make sure to put them in the show notes cool. and in the description. And so if people want to come follow you and see what it is that you're doing and give you some love and, you know, give you yeah. some some love on the Internet, that would be really great. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you well, for the opportunity. Yeah. And I am so proud of you because back mm -hmm. whenever when we first started talking and stuff like and, and a lot of women that come to me when we start coaching and stuff like they truly they have a full time business. They're not sure how this is going to work. But the fact that they're willing to use those weekends, take the momentum, give it time to grow naturally. And then mm -hmm. what I love, though, is that now that you're seeing that, oh, my gosh, this is working. All right, let's jump. Let's do yes. this. Yeah, yes, like full steam. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, and if you need anything, you let me know and I am okay. here. But thank you so much for being on the show. And for you listening, we will catch you in the next one. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Pro Organizers Coach Podcast. If you've gotten any value from today's episode, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. It really helps us grow and it warms my heart to hear from you. 
and make sure to stay connected with us on socials at Pro Organizers Coach. Then go to ProOrganizersCoach.com to find all the ways that we can help you succeed in your business. You have the power to make a difference in people's lives through decluttering and organization. Keep honing your skills, embracing those challenges, and fostering connections within our organizing community. Progress will come with every step, so keep pushing forward and you will achieve your dreams. Girl, you've got this.